welcome to the City Lights podcast. Matter of fact, this is the first City Lights podcast. And uh, we're very excited for those of you who are hearing for the first time about City Lights. City Lights is Southbrook's initiative to experience a decentralized church without walls movement of community connection, caring, and living a life with a cause. And we are very excited about this. When this is up and running in full, we are going to have Southbrook Wilmington, we're going to have Southbrook Tip City, we're going to have Southbrook Westchester, we're going to have Southbrook Springfield and Xenia and Bellbrook and Centerville and West Carrollton and on and on. And we're very excited about this. It's the biggest thing that our very driven church has tried to do ever. (laughs) And uh, we're very excited. And today, I just want to get right into this because there's an intention about this first podcast And that is uh, Southbrookers who are listening, City Lighters who are listening. Um, I want to introduce you to our first regional pastor. And her name is Mindy Fedotowski. She is going to be leading the South region, which consists of Centerville, Springboro, Lebanon, Mason, and Westchester. And Mindy, welcome to the first City Lights podcast. Thank you so much. I'm uh, super excited very, about it. Very excited to have you here. So w- tell our listeners what you've been doing at Southbrook all in for the last how many years in the counseling area. So yeah. a lot of people know you because they've been influenced by your walk and your gifts and your experiences through counseling. Yep. Yeah. So I've been part of the counseling department for probably five years or something working with Randy and we actually do seminars together to train people Mm -hmm. to be counselors and do the counseling as well. So yeah, Yeah. that's what I've been up to. So, you know, you said we were talking before we started recording that you had, uh, when we went through the initiative, the Enneagram Mm -hmm. last fall at church, we unleashed that as our tool for wholeness and the journey of people becoming whole. Mm -hmm. You came kicking and screaming to Enneagram, but now you're all in because this passion you have for people to understand themselves mm-hmm. and to discover their sense of wholeness. Yeah. Would you explain that? Why I want to before we get to why you're excited about City Lights, why are you excited about the journey people are on with yeah. knowing themselves? I just know from personal experience, I think you know too, when you are really functioning at your best, when you're using your skills, talents and abilities to serve a greater purpose than yourself that's when we have satisfaction. That's Mm -hmm. when we're self-actualized. That's when we're reaching our full potential. Mm -hmm. And I think every human wants to reach their full potential. And this is a way of doing that. The Enneagram was a vehicle to illuminate for me how much of my life was not being authentic, was not living in my highest potential and wholeness. What's your first number, your your primary number? So I'm a nine. I think I'm all of the numbers. Um, Which is good, actually. (laughs) Not to get in too much of the Enneagram, but that's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. But I probably, the people that I went to the workshop all thought that I was more of a seven. Mm -hmm. So um, I love love to bring the party. But So I debated between those two, but where I found the most growth for me, and that's what it was really all about, was in a nine. Um, Mm -hmm. which was I wasn't always speaking my voice. I wasn't always asserting Mm -hmm. myself, inserting myself into my life, and it helped me to do that. So I'm able now, instead of always going with the course of peace, to sometimes go into the 
course that might not be peaceful, but it's helping me stay more engaged in my life and live more authentically. So the nine triad is nine, six, and three, right? Mm-hmm. Nine, three, and six. Yeah, yeah nine, three, and six. Cause I know that because I'm a three. That's right. And I had to go to the to find my true self in Christ. I had to grow out of that false self mm. of just the three into nine and six. Mm. Um, and so for you, six being truthful and mm-hmm. safe and et cetera, and three, uh, one of the things that to me, I think I see in you a lot of that three, you had said when it came to city lights and the whole process of being a leader of a region that it's cost you sleepless nights because of the dreaming, the, mm-hmm. what can we do? And mm-hmm. that's the three coming mm-hmm. out, I think mm-hmm. in, in, in your wholeness and growth. Hey, before we get into then you know, this is a huge calling on your life. You were praying, you said, the day before I called mm-hmm. to, to hey, God, how can you use me? Which mm-hmm. I think is so cool. Mm-hmm. Bishop Temple once said, when I pray, coincidences, coincidences happen. When I don't pray, coincidences don't right. happen. You that's know, right. so that's not a coincidence. That's right. Um, but this starts kind of, uh, not, not before that, but you were an Osbury seminary or Asbury College graduate. Mm-hmm. How did, so in just a short, not the, you know, those biographies that are six statements, six word biographies, but, but how did you end up here? Yeah. Yeah. That was a big journey. You yeah. Know, I, I, so start at Asbury. Oh goodness. And how did you end up here? So here you are today. Yeah. Um, well, Asbury, I got really well informed on religion and as you know, the foibles of religion, and I also see it in the seat of counseling, right? Mm-hmm. But I started off all black and white, which is a really uh, fun place to be. When you're right in Bible wrong, college, you know everything. It is it so, so cool. wonderful. I was going to save everything. the world. Yeah. I had a vision. <laughs> Man, I used to, I even remember actually saying these words, just grab onto my coattails, I'm going somewhere. You yeah. know, so. <laughs> now that was the three coming yeah, out of you there. Yeah, that was the three coming out, probably so. But, um, so from there, I got into life, and then I got out of a Christian college. Which, by the way, that's a huge awakening. You know that shoots yeah. shoot, shoot your ideals out the window. Well, I tell people I was in Bible college the Man. first half of the eighties. I was in Kentucky the second half of the eighties. I missed the eighties. Yeah, you right. Know, I that's missed right. The eighties because yeah, I was in Kentucky with yeah. you. I was at, at yeah, Asbury, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but from there, then life happened. You know, and I ended up getting a divorce and mm. and having some disappointments in my life, mm. and I just didn't see the world black and white anymore. And all mm. of a sudden, it just went gray. Now I can see part of my nine, but I can see everybody's point of view, and it just. And here's what I know for sure: that we all struggle with something, and that is the human condition. It is our one common ingredient that we have some demon that we dance with, some voice, some narrative mm-hmm. that we give ourselves that's not true, some thing that we struggle with, or some relationship that's broken, or something. That's our human condition. The only thing that separates us as Christians, I think, is that we're, we're, we have some compassion on the person next to yeah. us and say, let's go yeah. together. Did you, did, you, did you go through a faith crisis at any point? I, as you're talking, I'm thinking about who said it. I've repeated it many times, but I don't get the credit for it. Cynicism is idealism that has gone through the fire and gotten burned. Mm-hmm. But realism is idealism 
that has gone through the fire and gotten purified. Mm -hmm. Did you have a period of cynicism in your journey that became realism? Now today you're rooted in realism. That's what counseling is, right? It's bringing people into reality and learning to deal with reality. I love that. You just articulated my exact experience. Well, there you go. I I wish I I could take credit for that saying. Yeah, when I went through I read it years ago. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So did you have a period of cynicism? Oh, yeah. I was really mad at God. Yeah. Yeah, Oh, sure. I was like, I did all the right things. And why did you let this blow up in my face? Wow. Um, which is actually a statement of faith because I believe God had control over it, mm-hmm. right? Like, it's so the irony. Where of it. are you when you come? So we let's fast forward to Christmas Eve, two thousand and three. Oh my gosh! You're and you're invited up. to a church <laughs> where they do a demon Christmas presentation. And I had a three-year-old daughter on my lap. <laughs> and, and so it's, it's my favorite Christmas we've ever done, with no disrespect oh, to yeah. Unexpected or, <laughs> or to First Light or anything like that. It was, it was we, for those of you who don't know, we did a Christmas where the manger scene was set up with black light of, of the dragon of Revelation 12 and the demons that are trying to take the child and take the mother. Okay. And when black light was put on it, these, this demonic presence emerged. And I still remember, like, we did 10 services, and I still remember hearing this little voice go, Mommy, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> I may have been your daughter. I know it was my daughter. May your daughter. <laughs> I just still remember oh, it behind me. Terrible. Mommy, I'm scared. So it was one of those things that 95%, it was not, you were not in the middle about this. Yeah. No. 95% of the people loved it, 5%. Hated it. Yeah. Hated yeah, it. Wasn't no. tense. It was horrifying. And yeah, so <laughs> it was horrifying. <laughs> but that's yeah. why you're here. So explain that. <laughs> well, a friend invited me. The Grassmans invited us to attend church at this amazing church they were going to, and we go to the service, and I was like, oh my gosh, what an epic bomb. And um, but I thought any church who's willing to put themselves out on the edge like that. And take a risk. You yeah, took a risk. We did, man. And I loved it. So for that, a church who's willing to step outside and not go yeah. with the, what was safe and what was secure and yeah. think outside the box. I think that's what City Lights go. is all about. It this is. is all about what it is. thinking outside the box, and that's what really excites well, me about Well, let's jump this. to that because yeah. now we're living in an era when the church is disappearing in America. The only way the church is going to reappear in America is by the church being the light of the world. It's Absolutely. the only way. I love so it. let's fast forward now. 17 years later, you get a call from me. Mindy, we really think that you, we would like for you to consider being one of the regional pastors, which means that you're going to have a, a one or two degree separation of influence on thousands of people who connect to Southbrook that just live in that South region, but people who connect to those people mm-hmm. who connect to Southbrook and those communities. So why are you excited? Speak into that. Why are you excited about City Lights? Well, I think it's such a great way to for the people who put their hand up and say, I want to be on your team, for all of those people, they'll have an opportunity to put their life in play, to reach their full potential, to serve God in a great and mighty way, in a meaningful way. And then the re- outreach and the impact they'll have on the community to be where no one else goes, to mm-hmm. find a need that isn't being fulfilled and find a way on their own creative resources collaboratively. Mm-hmm. Um, to find a way to satisfy that need, I think that's the bomb. That's yeah. the bomb diggity right there. Yeah. I think we're going to do great things for the Lord and for each of us that are a part of it. You know, I you deal, so Mondays, I think you for years have given nine to nine mm-hmm. Mondays counseling. And so you've been in the messiness of life. Mm-hmm. And this is certainly going to be messy. That's one of the things I'm excited about is just there's a messiness to ministry that makes it real. Mm-hmm. 
I think we're all excited about the positives, but let's deal in reality for a minute. What messy realities do you anticipate with this? Wow, that's a good question. Messy realities. And so overlapping leading I, leaders with yeah. you have been yeah. um, on a personal level involved with a lot of people's struggles and realities. Mm-hmm. What part of this gets you excited? You were talking, let me tee you up on that. And I don't mean to catch you off guard. No, I'm ready. But you, you, you said earlier that once I can get someone to get outside their life. Mm-hmm. You know that the, you know in the words of Jesus mm-hmm. lose your life for me, mm-hmm. and you will find your life. Mm-hmm. That we get to be in the seats of you don't like your life, mm-hmm. well give it up mm-hmm. and watch Jesus do stuff with that mm-hmm. life you didn't want anyway. And yeah. so, well, I think one of the biggest challenges is going to be um, having the people who participate as ministers or you know put, giving themselves and putting themselves in play, and the people that we minister to to be rid of the dogma of religion. Yeah. And our to, mission is to connect people to Christ, not religion. I, I love when you came out with that new mission statement and you combine that with city lights, it's a perfect mm-hmm. combination because people have so much stigmatism around what religion is and we got to break that. And yeah. I think even the people that are the ones being pastors or prayer warriors or whatever it is, for them to not think of religion the way they normally think about religion. The one thing that I get out of doing counseling because it would never work for any of us if we went in there with our religious hat on. Yeah. If we went in there thinking we knew what Jesus wanted for them or we knew what was right or what was wrong, judging I go, them. Yeah, the number one thing I do when I teach people to be counselors is you got to put your judgment hat away. There's no judgment here. I've had people sit in rooms and talk about why they love doing drugs and why they love drinking and mm-hmm. cheating on their wives and whatever it is. But I have to always present the the non-judgmental t- and just go where they are, mm-hmm. you know, and accept them for who they are wow. and know that all of that's just pain being reflected. And we got to get to that pain and solve yeah. that pain. It's liberating though, isn't it? I remember it's when I so lost freeing. my religion, you know, you think yes. of the REM song, Losing My Religion. And I yep. remember when I never longer felt the need to have to change people. It was so liberating. Yep. I was on the love committee. Yep. I'm not on the membership yep. committee. God, That's God's job. I'm on the love committee. Yep. And now with City Lights, we're all on the love committee here. It's the only well, committee we that, can be on. And I do is, think yeah. that'll be a challenge for people. I do. I do too. And you know, we have so many people in recovery from religious wounding. Yep. And as you know, we can we can relapse into that construct mm-hmm. of identity that it's it's in these proving yourself. Yep. Sometimes in church it's proving yeah. how spiritual I am and yeah. it's not real. So what's kept you awake at night? What is, what is something you go, uh, I'm excited about this idea? Um, I'm excited about getting people energized to do what they were born to do, mm. to getting people to do what God has placed in their heart and giving yeah. them a vehicle to there's do room it. now for this, right? Oh my gosh, yeah. there's so much room for it. We're creating space for that to happen. Yeah. I love how Michonne did the whole stripper church. Something yeah. that she, I think that's a perfect illustration mm-hmm. of how this could play out. Something she cared about. 
something she loved and she's found a way to get people around her that love that same thing and together they do it they're doing it already yeah like that's one thing about city life it's not like we had oh my gosh it's happening we're now organizing that so organic relationship flows from and all that but you look every day i go Mm -hmm. into instagram and i look at the strip church page that michonne and the team are managing and just Mm -hmm. the messages they build into these Mm -hmm. women Mm-hmm. of restoration in Christ. Mm-hmm. It's like already happening. Mm-hmm. Just showing the love, going yeah. out there and being the hands and feet of Jesus in the community. Yeah. So, yeah, I, you know, I, I was thinking about this a little bit, and I'll tell you a little bit of a story. My father was a grand, was a pastor back in the day, you know. Your dad and was? My grandfather. Your grandfather, okay. And he would put his little suit and tie on, and he had his little communion box and stuff, and he would just go out into the community, to the hospitals and to to the nursing homes, and he would, he kind of did city lights, mm-hmm. you know, this was 30 years ago and he just said, I'm, I'm just going to take Jesus to people. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. Oh, so, that's so great. I feel like in a way I'm honoring my beloved grandpa yeah, and, and all of this. Around. Yeah. That I just want to go show the love of Jesus with people. And he never would talk about heaven and hell and judging people. And he was just, he, he, he took, he took things to them. He brought mm-hmm. healing and went out to them where they were. One of the things we were talking about earlier that I want to bring out in this podcast is your passion for really following, and and it so fits with our priority, in Luke 10 when Jesus sends them out. So City Lights is not starting with Southbrook. City Lights started in Luke 10 when Jesus sends them out Mm -hmm. into the towns two by two. Mm -hmm. Never sent anyone out alone. It was always in the context of plural collaborative teamwork we share and then it's cool in verse 17 the 72 returned with joy and said lord even the demons submit to us in your name and he says this i saw satan fall like lightning from heaven i've given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and overcome the power of the enemy nothing will harm you and can you imagine that's one of those that's one of those videos I'm going to record in heaven that mm-hmm. what that was like that first combustive mm-hmm. I've given you authority to be light and darkness yeah, I love that. and so you you it's really big with you I know uh, this is a huge aspect of the requirements to be a regional pastor is you got to be able to build into people and create that collaboration because it's all about team and people who develop people who develop people who develop people. Absolutely. You're, and I've told you, you should only be caring for probably a maximum of a dozen people. Mm-hmm. You, that you won't be caring for anyone beyond that mm-hmm. who care for people who care for people. Why? Where did that come from? Because this is, I, you know, you, were, you could tell this light came on in your eyes today earlier when we were talking about, oh man, I want this collaboration. I want mm-hmm. this two by two mm-hmm. You know, leaving the ark to go mm-hmm. serve the world. Then we come mm-hmm. back into the ark two by two mm-hmm. to tell here, man, I saw Satan fall from the mm-hmm. sky. Absolutely. Think about that. Think if, if, if you and I join together and we're doing this thing that has a higher calling to serve God mm-hmm. um, and to be somebody in the world that brings healing, that's just so powerful. And I'm not doing it by myself. I'm not having to dream it up. I'm not mm-hmm. having to be a solopreneur. We're, mm-hmm. we're collaborating together and using our joint complementary strengths, talents, and abilities. Yeah. I can't be yeah. the hands and feet of Jesus, the whole body of Christ. Yeah. We need each of us to bring our parts And that's, to the of course, body. the image of Scripture is, yeah. you know, some of us are ears, some of us are yeah. uh, the eyes of Christ, some of us are hands. And We need the I, whole body. We do. I had a friend um, 
who used to be a songwriter, and he'd write these goofy songs, and he he wrote a song one time. I've never forgotten. Every time I speak about Luke, uh, 1 Corinthians 12, he says, I would rather be a nose hair in the body of Christ. <laughs> you know, like, if, Lord, if you want me to be a nose hair, that has a purpose. I'll be a nose sure. hair in the body of Christ. Sure. The cool thing about this, like even last week, we were dreaming about not just one disaster response team at Southbrook, but now... We have four disaster response teams, mm-hmm. north, south, east, and west. Mm-hmm. And one region may have a higher need for handicap ramps mm-hmm. to be built. Sure. Right? Right. And uh, that story a few weeks yeah, ago from right. Cameron Ringmaiden. And, you know, that collaborate, I mean, that was one of yeah. the powerful things about that video for those who saw it, was the team. Mm-hmm. Involved Think in how much that. fun those guys had working together. Oh my gosh! Coming up it. with a solution and brainstorming it. and figuring out how they're. Gonna... Think it. how much fun they had together doing it. Yeah, that's yeah. what I think City Lights is going to represent. So, what's one thing you want to leave the listeners with today? We we promised we could sit here and talk about this for an hour easy. We promised we would keep it to twenty minutes today. What do you want to leave them with? That. You know, our intent today was to inform them about you and then to fire them up about City Lights. What do you mm-hmm. want to leave them with? Well, it's your three C's. So why don't you talk about that? Because I okay. think that's... Okay, so one of the things I've been working through, and it started with our students, was this energy triangle. And, it, you know, we use the shapes here and the up, in, and out of the triangle. But the top of the triangle is charge, then the the bottom right is challenge, and then the bottom left is change. So to really manage my energy, I got to know what's charging me up. I'm energized by what? What am I doing to keep a charge, to keep a motivation that's physical, mm-hmm. that's that's soulful and spiritual? It's mm-hmm. all those. And then the challenge is, is what is it that I can say, I love this about this. This mm-hmm. is hard. This is good. That's mm-hmm. the growth mindset. Mm-hmm. I, I am embracing this challenge. We teach the students, I mm-hmm. love this moment. Mm-hmm. Because when I may fail, that means I will grow. And then change. What am I willing to do to change in my life so that I can experience this mission? So we were talking about that. And uh, so go off of that. Uh, charge, challenge, and change. Yeah, I think the challenge that I'd like to leave with people is if you feel like you could do more for God and you have felt a haunting feeling about that, if God's been whispering that in your ear, that you could do more and, and there's you have so much more potential than what you're fulfilling, mm. this is an option for you. Mm. And I'd love to have you on my team. That's great. And you're going to steal people if you have to. Oh, I'm right? going to do it. I, I'm ruthless. I, I, I can mentioned do that. Uh, an interview we're going to have after this, the individual interview after this. And and uh, what did you say? You go, I want her on my team. And I said, <laughs> well, she is in your region. So I think okay. she is going to be on your team. So you don't have to you don't have to thief anyone out of another region. Yeah. Mindy, thank you so much. Oh, and for pleasure. you and Mike to put your lives in play, what's one call to action that you want every listener to do if they haven't done yet? Well, the very first thing anybody can do is go online, go to City Lights, what is it? SouthbrookCityLights.org. SouthbrookCityLights.org. It's so new, I don't even know it yet. But go there, get your sign up, let me know that you're interested in being involved in what part of the area you're from, Mm -hmm. and we're going to be in touch with you. We're going to get this ball started, and I'm so excited about the momentum and the energy I know all of you are going to bring. And when you do that, we we will have accomplished something with this with this podcast. So thank you very much. Until next time on the City Lights Podcast, this is Mindy Fedotowski and Charlie McMahon.